With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host. Thanks again for joining us for another edition of Blunt Business here on CannabisRadio.com. My next guest is the CEO of the cannabis industry's leading recruiting platform. Very excited to have this guest. She was featured on Forbes magazine's 30 Under 30 list for 2018. Since launching the company Vanxed in 2016, this platform has connected more than 10,000 people with jobs at over 650 leading cannabis businesses around the U.S. This is an accomplished company, and the person that's steering the ship here is the CEO and founder of Vanxed, Carson Humiston. Carson, thank you so much for being with us here on Blunt Business. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for including us. Uh, my pleasure. When I read your story, I just said, well, we have to go ahead and bring you on. And I know you have a really busy schedule, so we're going to get right into it. Let's first focus on a report you most recently put out for 2019 by Vanxed on women and cannabis. Here's what's uh, said in the report. Quote, as the cannabis industry continues to grow, I've been inspired by all the amazing women paving the way for the future of the cannabis industry. The future of cannabis is professional, inclusive, diverse, and extremely successful. We are setting an example for the industry with 54% of our team being female identifying individuals. 63% of our management are identified as female identifying individuals as well. I can't wait to continue this trend as we rapidly grow our team, end quote. How do you see the range of opportunities women or female identifying individuals, as you say, have in the cannabis industry? And talk to me about your initiative to lead by example. Well, you know, I think one of the really unique things about the cannabis industry is that because it's brand new, we have the chance to define the way the industry rolls out rather than disrupt a pre-existing industry. And what I mean by that is many companies are just starting or many of them have less, less than 100 employees. And so companies have the chance to prioritize diversity and inclusion really from day one. And so as they grow from 10 employees to 100 to 200 to 1,000, they can really make sure that they're building a diverse workforce from day one rather than getting to a couple thousand people and realizing, wow, we're really not all that diverse. Let's go ahead and try to fix it. It's much easier to take a step from day one than doing it 10 years after starting your company. So what we've seen a lot of cannabis companies doing is prioritizing this from day one. And as you've seen from the report, while it's not a 50-50 split, over 30% of the folks in the cannabis industry are actually female identifying, which is a large increase from agriculture from traditional technology companies so the cannabis industry is ahead of many other industries but there's still room for improvement 
But I also think there's a – very well said. Now, women, as we know, they are making their mark on the cannabis industry. Of course, of the 166 companies that were surveyed in this report – 38.5% of cannabis employees are female-identifying individuals. However, there is still plenty of room for improvement. This report cites education as 68% and real estate as having 50% of those employees that are female-identifying. Now, this leads to a point that I really think is important, and I think this would be pretty much in lockstep with what you're trying to do there at Vanks. Do you think a hiring standard or quota would be helpful if the industry in terms of gender and diversity equality and also in terms of performance that all of that should be in lockstep when you are hiring somebody to reach that certain hiring standard yeah i mean at the end of the day my philosophy continues to be it's really important to hire the best person for the role but one thing you can do to make sure that you're working towards having a diverse workforce is make sure that the candidates who are at the table, you're interviewing a wide range of backgrounds as well as experiences, right? So that when you're making your decision, you're not really making a decision um, from the, the, the same three people, same three backgrounds. So that's really the best piece of advice we can give to anybody looking to build an inclusive workforce is it really starts with your recruiting process and your hiring process. If you're for example, only interviewing, if you're, if you're hiring a chief operating officer and you only source 10, for the sake of this conversation, um, white males, that's really not giving you the opportunity to build a, a diverse workforce because you're only looking at the same exact background. So rather, so really it comes down to making sure that at the table for the interviews, there's diversity, which comes into the recruiting process, which is what we specialize in. So when we're, when we're doing our recruiting, we try to make sure that we're presenting our clients with a, with a wide range of backgrounds for the one position that they're hiring for. So they make sure that they, that they have a um, diverse group of candidates. I totally agree with that. And I, for my own sake, well, any of the hiring I've done here within the radio network I've done here for the last 14 years, one of the things I could tell you is that I like the fact of casting a very wide net on who's out there. And, and for me, I like those uh, the, the types of employees that are going to come in that will not be complacent just because they feel like there's, you know, it's just like, well, normally I'm the kind of person that would get this job. No, I want those that are ch- that are looking for the challenge, that are challenged, that are hungry hungrier than other applicants and are taking the extra initiative because if there is a thought that there might be some kind of a glass ceiling for certain people not able to get that right position I'd rather go ahead and keep myself open and find the right person that will perform well that will be totally ingrained and dedicated to what they're doing in their craft dedicated to their skill and will take on that challenge and will be very successful. And that kind of philosophy has worked very well for us. I can tell you that because I don't worry about a lot of different factors. And I think that's something that the cannabis industry could really learn from, from what you're talking about in this report and just in general. Here, again, I'm with, with Carson Humiston, the founder and CEO of Vanks here on Blunt Business. We're back with more questions with her. Talking more about cannabis recruiting, we're going to go into some more studies right after this. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. 
This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits. Welcome to another episode of Plant Profits. I am Bert Miller, your host. As you guys know, the purpose of this show is to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. Plant Profits, only on CannabisRadio.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'm so excited again, once to, again to be featuring... Carson Humiston, the founder and CEO of Vanks, here on Blunt Business. Now, green entrepreneur Carson uh, recently reported from a Leafly study that to date, more than 211,000 people have full-time cannabis jobs in legal states. More than 64,000 of those jobs were added in 2018. When you were asked in this article by Green Entrepreneur about how expressing enthusiasm for keeping up with the industry can go so far, you said, quote, there are different rules and regulations in every single market, and there's just a lot to learn. What are some of the things that business owners should be looking for when it comes to scanning through qualified resumes? Sure. So I'll address that, that in twofold. So when I said okay. that there is different rules and regulations in each state, here's an example of that. In Colorado, if you're working in the cannabis space, if you're working for a business with a license, so really a business that touches the plant, essentially all the cultivation companies, extraction and manufacturing companies, and retail companies, you have to have what's called a med badge. So you have to go to the Marijuana Enforcement Division, division that's part of the, the, the state of Colorado, and you have to apply for your med badge. So when you apply, they do a background check on you, they make sure you're a Colorado resident, and they make sure you're up to date with your state taxes. And then you're issued the badge. And every day you have to wear that badge to work. And so that's a that's that's regulation in Colorado. Versus in Nevada, you have to have what's called an agent card. And there's different agent cards for cultivation, manufacturing, retail. I think there's actually six different potential agent cards. So 
every market has these nuances that the state puts out around who can and can't work in the in the industry. And so on our platform, every state that we're live in, if you're trying to get a job in Colorado for a company that has a license, you build your profile, you take a picture of your badge. We actually verify with the Marijuana Enforcement Division that this badge is in fact valid. And that way, our clients know that, okay, the candidates that Bankster is sending are compliant to work at our company in this state. And so that's what I meant by the, the rules and regulations varying state by state. And, and you know, that's, there, there's a, I could talk about that for a lot longer than <laughs> the two minutes or however long I just rambled on it. But no, you're fine. Um, the, the, the second, the chance of your second question about how to review a resume or a profile that's a, it's a huge question. So I, you know, I think it's, a, it's a, the basic level, right? The number one thing is, is this person compliant to work at my company? So do they have the right state credentials to do this job? And so that's one thing that, that, that you definitely have to check. And then the second thing, of course, is do they have the relevant experience that I'm looking for? So if I'm hiring a bud tender and I want someone with two years of bud tending experience at another dispensary in my state because I want them to understand I want them to understand the state regulations. Maybe you want them to understand a specific point of sale system that you're using as well as some of the products that are in the brands that you're selling at the dispensaries that are available in your state, really diving in and making sure, okay, this person has that experience in verifying uh, that experience. So I think experience would be the second thing. And then the third thing, of course, is the right culture fit. So identifying what, how you want the person to do the job. It's one thing to be able to do the job. It's another thing to, in, in how you go about doing the job. So there's a Southwest quote that I love where they say, you can teach people how to push a cart up and down the airplane aisle, but you can't teach people how to smile. And so that's a huge <laughs> part of Southwest culture, right? You get on the plane and they're constantly making jokes and everyone's happy. And it's a different experience than when you're, you know, getting onto a spirit airline, you know, spirit air and like, it's like hair on fire. People are yelling at you. You feel like you're some type of like cattle being shoved onto the plane. So it's just what well, that's, you know, that, that seems to be their culture, like inexpensive flight, shove people onto a plane, miserable experience versus Southwest, a little bit of happier experience. So really identifying what your culture is and how you expect people to do the job and ensuring that, that, that that's the vibe you get from them. It's funny. I actually did a few water parks for vacation over the 4th of July weekend, not too long ago. And going to, Disney and the type of operation, the way they operate, the way the people are in every step or form of where, who's working there, they're all the right, bright, cheery attitude. They're on their game, everything. When I go to a new park that's from Bush Entertainment and uh, the SeaWorld Group, much different story because it, it might be because it's a little bit cheaper. And it is something I've been said about doing something that's budget that you're almost getting what you're paying for. It's that kind of idea. Unfortunately, it shouldn't yep. be that way, but it is. There's a great book called Be Our Guest, and it's about customer experience. It's by it's, uh, it's Disney management put it out, and mm -hmm. you know, one of the one of the best parts in it is that they refer when their when their crew members are work, they refer to everyone as a crew member, and right. when the people are on when they're working or when they can be seen by any guests, they call it on stage, and so they really treat their every employee from a bar back to someone working, I don't know, like the rides or whatever, to someone working the transportation, they consider them on stage. And they just put so much time and energy 
into being on brand constantly. And that's, you know, exactly to your point. I, you know, I haven't spent a ton of time at water parks, but I would, you know, I would imagine that just based on everything I know about, um, you know, Disney's core values and the experience that they bring, it's a better experience than going to the local, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> other water park. Right. And the whole idea is just the standards are so much different. And that goes across with so many different businesses. And also having to manage that many people in whichever business that you're in, it's it's a good standard to have. Now, in that same article, I want to ask you about this too. You also said this, quote, I've never been a marketing manager, but I just really want to get into this cannabis into the cannabis industry. While this might have worked five years ago, businesses are now able and determined to hire the most qualified candidates they can find. To snag a job, you need to go to the interview, quote, prepared to talk about the relevant skills, experience, and ideas you bring to the table, end quote. Those who have experience will have a grasp of what jobs they can apply for, but what positions are more open to a qualified applicant outside of the sector that they could and should apply for? So for those that might not have cannabis experience because the industry is still relatively new, what positions are more open for those mm-hmm. that are looking to make their way in? Yeah, so what I meant by that was was not necessarily that the person looking for the marketing job has to have had a marketing job in cannabis. What I was meaning there was we see a lot of people coming to the table and saying, I really, really, really want to work in the cannabis industry. I'm so passionate about cannabis. I love cannabis. It's like, a, like it's a passion for me. I need to be in the industry, right? And that isn't really what many clients are looking for. They're looking for someone who says, hey, I have been a marketing manager for this CPG company for the last three years. I'm also really passionate about the cannabis space. And while I haven't worked in it, the work that I did at the CPG company where we were marketing our sparkling water to whatever consumer they're they're shooting for, I think is very relevant to your cannabis company. So I think really what companies are looking for is people with experience that can help drive their business forward outside of just being passionate for, for cannabis. So as you noted, right now there's over 300,000 people employed full-time in the cannabis space. And this number is expected to triple over the next five years. So clearly there's not going to be enough people with cannabis experience for businesses to only hire people with cannabis experience. And so the, the industry needs to bring in people from other industries. And so really at the end of the day, whatever people are currently doing in another industry, whether it's sales, whether it's marketing, whether it's HR, whether it's finance, right? There, there's those roles that exist in this space. For example, a vertically integrated cannabis company, like let's say Cresco Labs, right? They they have dispensaries, they have a cultivation facility, they have awesome products that they put out, right? They're, they're hiring from, you know, a director of people, someone that has built out thousand people organizations to a, you know, to maybe even their own um, internal recruiters potentially to help support some of their outsourced partners that they use. They have a chief marketing officer they have marketing manager event manager they have director of cultivation chemist horticulturalist i mean so many different types of positions all within this vertically integrated cannabis company so you know really whatever you're doing in another industry i think for the most part you can take those skills experience and apply it to some type of job in this space i totally agree and for the most part, it's a matter of when you were talking about in that initial part of that uh, quote, I should have mentioned mentioned that you were speaking in third person as a job applicant, making that point. So thanks for pointing that out. Again, I'm here with Carson Humiston, the founder and CEO of Vanks, here on Blunt Business on Cannabis Radio. Back with final questions in just a moment. 
rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. The National Cannabis Industry Association's third annual California Cannabis Business Conference takes place October 8th and 9th in Long Beach, California. Register today at CaliforniaCannabisBusinessConference.com and take part in the only industry trade show focusing solely on the California market hosted by the cannabis industry's only national trade association. NCIA's California Cannabis Business Conference brings together thousands of cannabis industry leaders, policymakers, and entrepreneurs to discuss California-specific regulations, market trends, policy, advocacy, and research. The California Cannabis Business Conference will also feature over 60,000 square feet of expo floor, showcasing over 200 exhibitors. Make your plans now for NCIA's third annual California Cannabis Business Conference, October 8th and 9th in Long Beach, California. Register today at CaliforniaCannabisBusinessConference.com. That's CaliforniaCannabisBusinessConference.com. It's time to Hemp Resent. I am going to titillate your audio orifices with weekly radio rendezvous with some of the premier movers, shakers, and history makers of the cannabis community. Radio resident Hempo sapien Vivian McPeak. I will be putting out a call to action on the issues of the day and putting your interests under the big lights as I provide cannabis commentary and weekly interviews that go straight for the nugular. Marijuana! Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. We're back with final questions with Carson Humston, founder and CEO of Vanks, V-A-N-G-S-T. You know, I I took this article from Green Entrepreneur because I thought you just brought out so much to the table. And I thought what you said was so poignant and so was so on point and so valid. So one more quote I want to point out because your words speak a lot. So I'll just say that. So now Green Entrepreneur wrote that because the industry is so new, a lot of companies in the cannabis space are startups that are still figuring out as they go. This means... Employers are looking to hire people who are enthusiastic about jumping in and willing to wear a lot of hats. You said about this, quote, if you can share experiences of where you've helped grow a business and roll with the punches, I think that's huge, end quote. Now, as I said before, I talked about what I look for when it comes to hiring talent, not just because of casting that wide net, but also for me, I've always looked for someone that should be a utility player, someone with multiple skill sets that resembles a Swiss army knife. That's the best way I describe it. How do you balance the issues employers will have with hiring 
where you're looking for someone highly qualified while trying to tightly budget the salary for any given position? Because everybody's looking at their micromanage as well. That's a good question. So, so really, the, the question is, how do you balance getting the experience you're looking for with the compensation your company is Correct. able to, to pay? Well, I think there's a couple ways to go about this. For one, there's many. This is not unique just in cannabis. This is in general for early stage startups. They offer some form of stock options or equity, giving potential early employees the chance to get in, be partial owners in a way, and enjoy the upside that the business will have to offer as the valuation continues to increase. So that's one way that we see people who are maybe just getting started um, hire the, the, the talent that they're looking for. From the talent perspective, right, to be able to come into an early stage company, you're going to get the chance to advance your career quicker than in maybe a really large company where you have to climb the corporate ladder. You're also going to get the chance to actually be have some stock options and, and, and feel like, in a sense, you're an owner in the future success of the business. So that's one way that we've seen companies do it incredibly well. So just to, to kind of tie that into a bow, the potential upside for your career as well as the potential upside financial opportunities that the business will create. So those are, those are two good ways. And, you know, it really comes down to from, for early hires, it really comes down to the founders. And if there's any type of executive team selling the vision, the opportunity and the mission of the company. So when I look at our early hires, we were, we were just getting started and we didn't have a huge budget to go out and hire, um, you know, really, really, really um, ex experienced people. So you find people who you know can grow with you. You find people who are really excited about what you're doing and actually want to go out and build something. And I, I think that's that's a great way to, 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 to get it started. So I, well, I got so many more questions I could ask you, Carson, but unfortunately we're running out of time. I want to take one more quote. I don't want to ask you about it, but I just want to take this quote because I thought this was – very well said. This is from an article from Forbes magazine that just most recently posted uh, not too long ago. And you said this, that, quote, there are more cannabis jobs opening up every day than there are people with experience to fill them. We mentioned that just now. Now, you said this, quote, if you're sick of working in an industry dominated by middle-aged white men and seriously want to move into a career that prioritizes talent, social responsibility, diversity, diversity and inclusion, I've got a job for you. Let me segue that into what you're doing at Vanks, which uh, is, again, the leading cannabis industry career site. Please take a moment to talk to our listeners about what Vanks can offer and how people can go ahead and get themselves involved and get themselves into it, whether they're an employee, a wannabe employee, or an employer. Great. I love, I, I love being able to do a, a shameless plug at the end of this. So <laughs> Vanks, is, Vanks is a as you know, cannabis recruiting platform. So we connect cannabis businesses with the employees that they are looking for. So if you're somebody that's interested in getting a job in the space, or maybe even just interested in learning about the space, go to our website, check out the open job, build a profile, and then you'll be able to view all the jobs. If you're an employer looking to hire amazing talent, we have over 2000 active people looking for jobs right now. Some in the industry looking to make a move, some outside of the industry looking to get into the industry. So we have the most active pipeline of candidates who actually want to get a job in this industry and are qualified to do so. So if you're an employer, reach out to us via our website. We'll get you in touch with a strategic account manager. We'll outline your potential hiring needs, get a sense of what it is that you're hoping to accomplish through your new hire, and we'll get you connected with the right candidates. So 
all, overall, we can help people looking for a job. And of course, we help people for, who are looking to hire the best talent. So again, that's vanks.com, V-A-N-G-S-T.com. Carson Humiston, founder and CEO of Vanks, I'm so thankful to have you on the show. I'm really glad we got this interview in. And thank you again for doing what you're doing with the industry. And I think you're doing great work, yeoman's work. And I hope we can go and continue to work with you and uh, connect with you in the future. Yeah, this sounds great. Thank you for having for having me on. It was fun, and I'm sure we'll stay, stay in touch. A year from now, we'll be saying how many more jobs we filled and like how the industry is way bigger than we all expected. So it's been it's just a blast to be part of the industry with with everyone that's in it. Oh, we'll keep an eye out. There's any more reports that come on down the line that we can also talk to you and bring you back on for. So we will definitely there, we keep in touch. We have two coming out, two big ones coming out this fall. So we'll I'll, I'll send them to you. Oh, thank you so much. All right. Well, again, Carson, thanks again for being on with us. Really do appreciate you being on the show. And for all of you, thank you for listening in to this great interview here on Blunt Business. You can download past episodes of Blunt Business by going to CannabisRadio.com. You can also subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Remember, go ahead and rate review us. Give us a big five stars, if you will. Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening. expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.